Hello, Tomies. I'm Rhett, the Dungeon Master for Stack of Dice, and I hope you're enjoying the Tomes of the Chaos Bard podcast as much as I am. If you're all caught up on episodes and looking for more family-friendly adventure, check out the Stack of Dice podcast. Our 5th edition D&D game is set in Vardalon, a world where long-lost magic is slowly returning. When evil threatens, unlikely heroes set out to save the world and find friendship, danger, and a whole lot of laughter along the way. We share an epic story and world-building tips to help you start your own game, so join our table today. You can find Stack of Dice on all major podcast platforms, and our social media links are in the show notes. And now, on with the show. Listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bar. Welcome to Tomes of the Chaos Bar. My name is DM Dave, and to the left we have. Hilly. Buddha. <laughs> She's shaking her head. Lila and Garatha. Lorasco. And Fenrir. <laughs> Why do we Excellent. always do the fun ones when I'm Lila? I can't do it. And a Lila is Southern Vampire. I am a Southern Vampire. You're a Southern Vampire. Let's go. I can't do a Southern Vampire. I can barely do a Southern accent here. <laughs> well, why don't you say Southern things? I mean, I'm... <laughs> I like blah, the blah, blah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> our recap is going to be done by Henley. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so a lot has happened. I made or persuaded Bromstrom to confess what he's been up to to Elaine while she's calm and then we all well roscoe left mid that and got a letter and met with some people we don't know who yet and then we all split up again lila and Boudreau went to go see their horses and well horse and donkey and fenrir and i went to the tournament to see what's going on Portia was amazing. Ah, uh, beautiful to watch. And then I asked Fenrir where he had gone earlier, earlier in the day. And he said, oh, we got to go do this thing with the letter. And then we went and found Roscoe. And then we all met up together. And then only Fenrir and I went in to talk to Joanna Weathers and she said that the handwriting wasn't Mendrix, but Mendrick's evil friend, not friend, something. Yes. Thank you, Henley. Yeah. So, yes. as was revealed, the letter was not in Mendrick's handwriting. Who, 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 who is Marlo Walren? Marlo is the son of Whalem. He believes that Mendrick stole the company from his dad, and he wants it back. He sees that how successful it is, because, of course, he didn't care at the beginning, but now that it's profitable, he was claiming that his dad had everything set up, and Mendrick took it, and he's been suing us for some time and 
causing issues. Come to think of it, I haven't heard, haven't had anything from him for, heard of him for quite some time now. Hmm. Well, Joanna, I'd have to speak to my, to Roscoe, but I think we've made a major mistake in who we thought that your husband was. We've also got more info about that somebody has been holding the sale from the Glom Quest, from the Hollow. We now have more information, and I think I need to converse with Roscoe, unless, Henley, do you have anything? No, I mean, it's all just kind of a lot to take in. I did find um, more information. I was going through some papers, and he's been corresponding with the Duke. What? He is striving to make the Hollow Mines another prisoner's mine, like the pit. So he he is trying to do the Hollow dirty. I don't think it's necessarily that he's trying to imprison the people. I do not believe that. I will not believe that. But I have heard him talk about and other whisperings, rumors that the pit is in some trouble. But he could endanger the good folks there. I'm not sure how it would work out, but that it, I did find some paperworks, paperwork correspondence that that is... It's one of the bids he's been trying to work out with the Duke. Henley thinks for a moment. Actually, that's a good idea. The mines are isolated in a canyon. Escape would be really difficult. And it's dangerous territory. That's brilliant. <laughs> but what I mean, about the people in the hollow? I mean, what if the prisoners escape and somehow injure the people who are there? I think he had... But... He had it planned that they were maybe going to use the people to haul the stuff in and out and keep the prisoners in there from what it sounds like. I mean, it makes sense. that has been some of the... Which is all they're doing already. Right. But they could profit from it. They could charge Mendrick for the labor. From putting the stuff in and out. For hauling the stuff in and out. Yeah, all right. We should probably go tell Roscoe this new information and see what we should do. But he was pretty set on Dwal. I mean, at this point, the sale of the land is not up to us. So whether it falls in Dwal's hands... Or Mendrick's hands. I think the hollow is safe. I think so too. I think the hollow is in good hands no matter what happens. Whether even if she keeps it. I think so too. Then they'll be more or less left alone and well, able we can to go do back and, need to do and, and help too. I mean, we did kind of leave the bandits there. True. But mm. we should probably go. Ms. Weathers, I... 
personally apologize that we came all the way here thinking that your husband was, had so much ill will. I am so sorry if we've caused, and I'm sure we have, some heartache and offense and if we've hurt your family or your potential son-in-law or if any of our actions have affected you and your family we're so sorry we we our concern was for the people of the hollow many of them are refugees and have found new homes and we thought mendrick was well we thought wrong and I apologize. And we are ever grateful for you looking into this further. We, I don't know what to... Thank you. Yes, Rod, I, I appreciate your apology. Not many of um, Mendrick, people that Mendrick has offended ever come and apologize for. things like, I know he's a harsh man. I know he's more and more obsessed about gaining wealth and honestly if this deal goes through with the duke he will be a very very wealthy man and maybe he'll stay home i hope so too family means everything and it did i believe it did once for mendrick but there's a part of me that hopes the that it will fail, but another that that it will succeed for him. This is... I lost my dad several years ago. Family's worth fighting for. You need to, excuse my frankness, fight for your husband before you lose him. Okay. And she kind of does this little little bow. Thank you for your time. We need to go inform our friends of our mistake. And we'll probably have to let things lie where they are. But we'll probably head back to the hollow. Okay. Do you want us to deliver a message to your husband? Um, I... Do you guys plan on leaving soon? It may be a couple days. We'll probably wait till things settle down after the tournament. Okay, I'd, I'd like to think on it. We, you can contact us and leave a letter at with my friend Lisbeth at Choirs and Atramentum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I will. Um, thank you for coming and I, I hope you enjoyed the rest of your day likewise and we'll walk out okay walking out you see Lila and Boudreau going over some note no 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 that's not what that's not that word. that is tavern not tavda no tavern Ted. Let's pick an easier word. Oh, hi! Hey! So... I'm assuming we took the letter back? 
Yes, she would have given it back. So we take the letter and so this isn't Mendrick's writing. We think, <gasps> we think this is the writing of uh, Marlo Walren. Who in? Who is the son of the company that, or the, the son of the man that Mendrick took the company from or won the game in a bet. Oh, good and heavens. Marlo is jealous because he wasn't at first because the company was in ruin, but now that it's, now he's seen that the wealth that Mendrick has accumulated, he is now trying to thwart Mendrick, hurt Mendrick. Okay. And although Mendrick is a harsh man, he, Mendrick's true intentions were to try and get prisoners from Avalon to from the hollow the, to mine the mines. From the pit. He's made a deal with the Duke, potentially, to make the hollow mines a prisoner mine like the pit. Yes. What's Garatha's reaction to that? To the pit? Mm-hmm. To, like, the whole situation like that? Because wasn't... At one point in time, wasn't, weren't we trying to get people out of the pit? Garatha would know that a lot of the criminals go to more of the harsher criminals, the murderers and, and big things go to the pit. The pit is a place where you don't come out. It's a very dangerous one. It's a very wealthy mine, but it's also very dangerous because they have dug deep to get a lot of things. And pretty much you go there, you don't come out. Pretty much a death sentence. So what's Garatha's reaction to this? What would my what would I her guess, reaction be <clears throat> with that information? The question maybe to be asking is, I mean, and I don't know, but were you getting people out of the pit that were like wrongfully put there or just because it's the pit? No, from my understanding, we were trying to get people out who were shouldn't have been there in the first place, right? Like they did something, but it wasn't as harsh as it should it have been. It wasn't pit worthy. Correct. There was some, but there was never an attempt to get people out. Right. Yes. You knew several people that probably shouldn't have been gone there, but... But did? They wronged the wrong people and ended up there. Garatha would know that. So it was pretty much signing their death warrant there. Okay. What, do, do I know what happened to the people who lived around the pit then previously? Or not really. Nobody's. Like, there's, no, there's not a anything? town around the pit. So this would be a completely different situation altogether. Correct. Yeah. Okay. The pit is out by itself in the middle of nowhere. When you guys were walking in, you did see. We saw it. You saw it, and there was just kind of a well-structured building on top of it. It was kind of a small one. Okay. And it just said a sign that said the pit. Okay. So with that information, Garoth is going to kind of take over a little bit and say I don't love that idea um, especially with some of the other potential weird creatures wandering around there. But it could be really good for the hollow. It could be but Boudreaux, you, you know more about this than any of us do about what happens with anything to do with that, right? 
You, you're the one that's telling us that we need silver and things need to happen. I think she's talking about the were creatures. Oh, because I was going to say that when someone's bad down in the swamp, we just turn them into some walking dead thing. <laughs> oh, we used to. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, but... Just going to skim over that. <laughs> were creatures. The ones that have... You're telling it's us not going to be any more or less dangerous. With but isn't that semantics? Really, why would it be any more dangerous than it already is? There's more people there to in danger that way, There's isn't there? There's more people there to defend as well. I don't care. I mean, as long as they know that silver good, then the less creatures there could be. Well, not only that, the canyons are rather distanced from the hollow and it's a canyon they could box the new pit you could say in and with funding from the duke they could have plenty of guards all right well that still doesn't keep us safe from the real bad guys right sure okay I just more worry about the people that are going to be there. Even if it is up a ways out of a canyon, no offense to you, but I've traveled that. I've worked those mines. I know what that takes and how easy or not easy sometimes it would be to get in and out of there. I know how difficult the train is there. I've been there many times. You've been there many times, but I've worked those mines. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Anyway, I have this letter, and I'm sure that you've heard us talk about it several times. Well, not us, but Lila. Might as well be the same thing. Several times in our lesson over here. Yeah, I got bits and pieces. What is it? Here, I'm just going to hand it over to him to read. It's a letter from Garatha's dad saying that he can get two people in into the party. But that's it. But Brighton has an idea to get everybody else in. Okay. Thanks to Garatha's father, we have the opportunity to get two of us into the party. Um, but she's got a friend, Brighton, who would like to meet us tonight. Yep. Um, for the opportunity to potentially get the rest of us in there. So I think we need to go meet Brighton. We all need to sit down, eat some food. We all need to play nice, okay? So play nice. <laughs> okay, what was that from? <laughs> um, Toy Story. Toy Story. Oh, okay, I was like, that sounds menacing. <laughs> when he's talking to Sid. Sid. Yeah. <laughs> so play nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got, I mean, I've got some information to share with you guys as well. But I'm also really hungry, so I'll share as we walk if you guys are okay with that. Yeah, that's fine. My real quick though, Fenrir Henley, are we leaning towards? We're leaning towards leaving it as it lies. Yeah, I mean, it seems like to me that the hollow will be in good hands either way. I hope so. Or but, just maybe, when before we leave, granted, who this other gentleman who's conveniently got the same initials as Mendrick, um, doesn't like Mendrick, but 
Someone from the hollow sent a group of bounty hunters after us. True. Yep. And that's something we have to take into effect. I'm okay just leaving it as it is. We've done done our part, and then some, and then some more. <laughs> well, and we, I think we did our part. We came to say our piece and let her know the information, and that's all that we came to do. So we roped ourselves into every which way but straight. <laughs> right. And this is all while we're walking. Um, I My letter, I was to meet a gentleman named Arthanel down in the shanties. I went down, and I met up with one of his compadres, who escorted me to Arthanal. He's also been trying to get an audience with the Duke. Apparently everybody here wants to talk to the Duke and nobody can. Um, But he has information regarding the movements um, and plans of the Trigrovin. That's real. That's good. Yes. Maybe he knows where my family be. Is he a ranger? I don't know. Did he look like a ranger? He looked old, kind of half-elfish. Did he have a uniform? No. He Mm. said he was a wanderer Mm. and that he's managed to collect some information and stuff. He did say, though, and granted at this point, I don't know whether it's here or there, um, he had the capacity to heal Miss Glonquest. What? If we could get him in to meet with the Duke. Well, that would be good. Yes, but it's either here nor there at this point. If we're going to let that lie, I mean, it'd be nice, and we can do it as a side thing. Say, okay, here, you're in with the Duke. Go take care of this, please. Bye. But he could have information about my family. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it's possible, but I guess my point I'm getting at is... We still need to go talk to the Duke, I guess, question mark. But do we really need to get Miss Glonquest in there? Or at this point, are we just going into... I mean, if we're not worrying about getting Miss Glonquest in there, why are we going? I mean, it seems like Miss Glonquest only wanted to speak to the Duke because she felt she had to, so this crazy 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 part of her would stop and leave her alone. However, we all know that the Trigrovin is a slightly bigger threat than Miss Glonquest. Right. If we got him in with us and then had him heal Miss Glonquest. Right. Miss Glonquest will then be in a sound mind to do whatever she wants with the hollow. Correct. And she couldn't be bluntly manipulated like by Braunstrom. Right. Yeah. And we could have learned how to get my family. <laughs> yeah. So do we try to get a leem in and this Arthanel fellow? Let's see what Lila's friend can do. It's Groth- my friend. Grotha's friend. Not Lila's. Grotha's friend, my bad, can do. Um, and we'll go from there and see what, who, how many of us will be able to attend and go from there, I guess. Well, it is almost evening. Should we grab some food and walk on the way? I mean, we're going, we're to, going a to a tavern. We're going to a tavern, so we can just get it there. Yeah, just get some food and ha- sit down for once and eat our meal I tonight. mean, and they, they have okay food. Okay. We should probably also wait and talk to Dwell tomorrow morning, right? Yeah, just of, let him know what's going to be like. Hey, like this is your, your deal now. She's open to negotiations with you. Right. It's between you guys. We're out. We'd still like to talk to the Duke, though. <laughs> 
We might not need to, though. Yeah, depending on... Garotha's friend can get us in. Yeah, so let's see what he's got to say. And... Well, you can still get her in if you needed to. If that's And that's between them. Yep, so... Okay. To the tavern. You Away. Away. You head into the hammered tavern. Okay, so on the way, I'm going to kind of fill them in on who Brighton is and why they need to play nice. Because mostly because if they're not nice to him, I'm not going to be nice to them. Sounds good. Okay, you guys get there. It takes about an hour before Brighton shows up. You guys are got your meals. It's decent meals. Uh, the meal costs uh, a silver. Oh, good, I've got that. I just get it. Is that ten copper, right? Yeah. No, I just don't worry about it. I oh, just get it. You just pay for it. Mm-hmm. She paid for all of us. Well, yeah, you guys spent all your money. <laughs> it is a pretty crowded crowded place. Um, but Brighton does show up, and he sees you, and he waves to you, and he starts walking over to you. Garatha. And I'm just going to get all excited and say, Brighton, how are you? It's probably the most excited they've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, Boudreaux's surprised. He gives you a hug, and he's like, oh, I'm glad you were able to meet here. Sorry if that's... The tournament didn't turn out for your friends. Oh, yeah, we're a little bit sore about that. I mean, you know, if I was in there, I would have won it, right? Like, yeah, it, be dominating right now. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't get in, honestly. Well, I mean, you know, there's two of us here, and I kind of threw a tantrum, I think, a little bit. Never want to mess with a Garatha t- tantrum. Oh no, you know better. <laughs> yeah, but your dad did uh, fill me in on kind of the reason why you needed to get in there. Yes. Um, let me introduce you. This yes. is Fenrir. Fenrir's a bard. He's awesome. He's amazing. Oh, okay. Um, oh, this is Hi. Roscoe. I got a story for you later. He's always got I'm stories. I'm all for it. It's about always an hand keg. You know what an hand keg is? I do not. Oh, oh not wait. this I again. I'm so excited to tell you. Later. Later. Oh. Told you he likes his stories. You're this awesome. is Roscoe. Hello. Hello. Told you a little bit about Roscoe. Yes. This is Boudreau. He scoots his chair out, makes a noise as it falls over, and then he sh- puts his hand to shake it. Yeah, he, he shakes your hand. I'm Boudreau. <laughs> hey, Boudreau. It's a tight, tight grip. And yeah. <laughs> after Boudreau lets go, I say, you might want to watch that later. Ah. And then, say, and this is Henley. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Mm. <laughs> Brighton. Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> and I'm just going to stare him down. No. Well, let's get down to business then. <laughs> Henley is beat red with her hands stuck out like in shock. <laughs> what just happened? Um, doesn't understand. <laughs> I probably should have warned you. He's a little bit of a ladies' man. Well, I... That would have been nice. Talking to your dad, he filled me in on the importance on meeting the Duke and everything. So he did tell you that he can get two people in. Yeah. But I could possibly get the rest of you in. Okay, how? How about the rest of us plus two more? Two more? Maybe. Two more or one more? Well, I can try and figure out everything because, like... There is a party going to happen in the next three days. And two days. I better check that. Better be... I might. Anyways. 
there's going to be a little shortage on help around the party. <laughs> so I'm going to need some extra hands to help out in the kitchens and serving and and stuff like that. Boudreaux, that means you'd have to wash your hands. Yeah, you would definitely have to take a bath. I can't do that. Then you're not probably not going to be able to come. You walking around like that, you're taking nobody's going to take you serious. A dead giveaway that you're not supposed to be there. Well, and the, the the gator doesn't help. I can't take that off. Well, it's we're not saying you have to go. Right, this is all an option. Like you, I'm just giving you the information I need, but you are going to have to clean up. I don't know. My dad's probably there. Maybe I'll probably just not go. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's this guy there that like looks at me funny, and I don't want to see him. Any, anyways, anyways, okay, I'm back, ignoring back you. On <laughs> it's a good thing they haven't met Lila yet. But that's that's the option. I got a few other other people that I'm getting in there as well. Getting in there? Why? We can talk later. We can talk later. It's better. Do you need help as like another bard to play music, or just help? I could possibly get you in. I could possibly get you in as in some entertainment spot. We're always looking. We're always looking for some. That we had one that was scheduled, but he has kind of just vanished in in thin air. We don't know where he went. What was his name? Solemn. He calls himself the Chaos Bard. He was supposed to play here, but he kind of just disappeared. I don't know where he went. Name drop. <laughs> would Fenrir would, recognize that name at all? Would any of us recognize that yeah, name Yeah, you would. Venrir definitely would know that Solemn the Chaos Bard, it's kind of his moniker. Like, that's kind of his his gig, as what people say, that he's the Chaos Bard, he's always doing some magic tricks, and he has a talking feather that, he's, that people he moves around and he has floating instruments that play for him and stuff. It, it's a big show. He's very popular, especially with like the younger kids. He's been around for quite a while, so even like adults remember him as a kid, as their kids, kind of nostalgia. And he's been has so many different stories. He's written um, several different books as well. Okay. <gasps> You had Solemn? <laughs> yeah. He was going to be there, and he was going to... I mean, he one of the Duke's favorites, surprisingly. He may not have much of a character, but he he does enjoy Solemn. And yeah. his little, little friend, Quill. Man, it's too bad he dropped out, but... I, I can't measure up to him, but I can sure give it a fair shot. Well, it's yours. We could, You'd have to do a tryout, but... Yeah. You can do Love it. Okay. okay I, I can get you in. I'm... I have connections there. You could do that song you did in the tavern t- a couple days ago. The one where, you know, Boudreaux gave you all a lot of his money. Oh, yeah, I could definitely. I should probably rush up and keep practicing. And he's going to look on to try to go practice up on here at the bar. You think you okay. could get me in the kitchen? Like I said, if you clean up, I can get you in there. <sighs> That's real tempting. I mean, if it's something you're worried about being seen, I, I mean, could... I'd be embarrassed with how you see right, how you're seen right now. 
you a funny guy. I like the way you funny. Pedro, uh, I don't think he's joking. <laughs> just, so, just, just, let, just let it play out. Just. Right yeah, now, yeah. Um, Garatha and Lila are having an inner struggle because Garatha's trying to keep Lila at bay because Lila's not very happy. <laughs> and Lila's kind of making fun of him. Yeah, Rudy took him out and like, like fight at this moment. And this chef is like, I mean, this cook is like real good. He cooks for the Duke. He's one of the best. <laughs> you know, I, I think I could do that. Yeah, yeah, I think I could do that. Okay, no roll in the mud. I'd be right underneath him, huh? Well, more to the side. He's a smaller man, so you wouldn't be on underneath him. No, no, I mean working under the man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah, I go, I go bathe. You want me to go bathe right now? You probably wouldn't be working right next to him, but you'd definitely be one of his sous chefs, keeping things warm and cooking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. What could I do? Well, you are a pretty little thing. You could be one of those that serve in the food and and the drinks amongst the the crowd. Uh, Oh, sure. There's no reason to hide a pretty face like that behind closed doors. Brighton, she could also help with security. She's a ranger. Mm -hmm. That is true. We could help with security as well. I I like that better. I know the vanguard is pretty much in charge of security for this event. But you could go talk to them and see if that's it. I really don't have anything to do with the security. And then if, if Henley, if that falls through, you could always take this as a second option. I mean, being on the inside, being on the outside might not be bad either. Mm -hmm. Security would have its perks. They're gonna need security probably inside and outside, so. Hmm. And he looks at Roscoe. What about you, my friend? What are you good at? Well, um, this other than fighting with me, right? I'm gonna look over at Rotha and be like, "The Duke clearly knows who I am." You can go in. I will be. I'll go in. Well, separately. It's fine. Well, no, I'm just saying if your father has the plus two, then that would probably be less problematic if I don't sneak in and try and approach the Duke, whereas if I'm just in there as myself. That's true. So. And then we just have that other, one other guy who we need to worry about getting in. Well, would you rather, you know him, I don't. Would you rather him be the other plus one or just get in? I think, uh, I think you need to be one of the plus ones. I don't think. I would prefer that considering my father's there. So we'll, I, we'll just get him in. What about Aleem? Okay. Um, yeah, I did hear that you were trying mm. to get a... Mm-hmm. An old lady in there. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think we need to anymore. Okay. We've got other... She'd be able to make her own choices. She'd be able to make her own choices if I got the other guy in there. I mean, she owned, the only reason why she wanted to be oh, in and there. suddenly it clicks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said that Arthanel guy could heal Aline. Right. <sighs> I'm sorry, Roscoe. It's okay. Okay, so what are we doing here? So, uh, we need another plus one, probably as a waiter or help, just somewhere. I would yeah, like I to talk to the Vanguard, get a, in with them. I can be a waitress. 
Okay, I'll leave that spot open for you then. And he gives you a wink. <laughs> Henley like tries to like coyly smile, but it more of a nervous smile. <laughs> Rafa thinks this is funny. <laughs> and she's trying to like hold, like hide a smile. Okay, well, I do need to get back, but I will be in contact with Lizbeth, of course. Is that still a good Yeah, that's to... fine, unless you want to just try and find me directly. That's fine, too. Yeah, it's really busy out there. I was lucky enough to get I was surprised here. you could get away anyways. Yeah, yeah it's nice when so I have, have one of the royalties hmm. on my side. <laughs> is the uh, party two days or three days? The party is in, let's see, today was the first round and second round. It's in two days. Okay. Because they'll have the final, they'll have the semifinal and the final tomorrow. And then the next day will be be the party. Well, let, let me know when I need to try out. Probably need to get you up there as soon as possible. Uh, do you have some time now? It'd probably be a good time to get you there. Uh, yeah. The sooner the better for you. Everybody okay. else, I can kind of sneak in the night of. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's go. Let me grab my deal. Okay. I'm gonna go see if the Vanguard is still open. Hey, Roscoe, you gonna eat those potatoes? Nope. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll um, take your garlic bread. Oh. You hard bargain. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> where where is the Vanguard located? It is over by by the stadium. Okay. I can find my way. And I want to go with Brighton to see if he's heard anything about uh, Lioness in the last mm. little while, which he probably hasn't, but still checking in. And then see who else he's trying to sneak in and why. So, Fenrir, Garatha, you're heading with Brighton. Henley, you're off by yourself, or is Roscoe and Boudreaux Well, along? we're down in the shanty still, Correct. right? I'm going to go back to Arthanel. Okay. And just let him know that I've upheld well, my end of the you deal. What are going to do? Take a bath? You don't have to for <laughs> a couple of days. Yeah. Where's Boudreaux going? Everybody's kind of get getting up and going everywhere, and Boudreaux's with a spoonful of like, potatoes in the yes. Back at the pencil oh. shop. <laughs> Sounds good. Boudreaux? <laughs> Where are they going do? again? I'm sorry. So I'm going with Brighton. Um, I'm going to do my tryout with Brighton. I'm going to the shanties to see Arthanel. Oh, I'm going with you. And Kay. she's going to the Vanguard. Because I want to talk to Arthanel. Yeah. I really, Abby really wants to go with Arthanel, but Henley would go see the Vanguard. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go with Henley this time. You find the Vanguard sign of the square bold like V on top of the buckler with the long sword horizontal behind it. And you enter, and inside you see kind well, of. I, I knock on the door. <laughs> Come in. And I enter. Inside, you see a lady. She has, like, short, cropped hair that's kind of short in the back that goes diagonal down. It's straight. It's straight hair, yes. And it goes down to her chin. Um, she is in a well-fitted breastplate, and she is fair-skinned, and she is in the full um, Vanguard uniform. Yes, come in. I am Mara. How can I help you? Hi, I'm, I'm Henley, and I heard... That you may need some help with um, security for the party. 
I'm a ranger. And I rustle in like my side mm-hmm. bag and pull out my badge. Oh, it's weird to see, kind of strange to see rangers around here. They've kind of gone missing since the fort disappeared. Uh, why are you not in your uniform? I was in the tournament. Hmm. You can kind of see that she didn't doesn't approve. She's like, but okay, yes, we're, we are looking for some help. Would you like to be more of a personal guard or kind of just a roundabout security person? I would like to be on the inside, but... Okay, so it would probably be more likely that you could be a person. Why do you want to be on the inside? Um, personal reasons. So it sounds like that you could probably be a personal guard. Kind of an escort of some kind. There's been many of the the higher-ups that are looking for a personal bodyguard of some kind for any problems. I'm capable of that, yes. She kind of, like, debates for a little bit. And she just looks away, and she's like, well, we'll see how you do with that. And from behind, kind of, like, out of nowhere, you see some hands just appear around Mara's eyes. Henley looks like... What's happening? <laughs> and you see her just, she just slumps in her chair. She's like, what do you want? And you see this, he's a very handsome man. You can tell that he's a half elf. And he kind of s- slides up next to Mara. And he then looks up at you and is like, oh, hey, Mara. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't recognize you had company. I just wanted to return this to you. Uh, you seem to have dropped it earlier. Mara kind of looks at it, looks up at him as he sets it on sets it on there, and you notice that it's a ring, and she's like, Henley goes, not, oh. not now, Brecken. Why not, my love? Now is now is always the perfect time. Plus, I got you a new one. I figured you didn't like the other one, be- other one because the gem was a bit too big, but I got this one with a smaller gem, and look. It's red. One of your favorite colors. Mara just like puts a palm on her head. Uh, I am, I am busy. Don't you have somewhere to be? Where weren't you going on a, going on a scouting mission with Drusilla? Yeah, we're heading out soon. She's getting the stuff together now. But I still haven't heard your answer. Mara just shakes her head, and you're not gonna get one. I'm busy, and so should you. Brecken kind of nuzzles up to her again. Come on now, Mara. Brecken chuckles because she shoots him a dirty look. <laughs> you look so cute when you throw your dagger eyes. Mara like, like quickly stands up and pushes the chair behind her. All right, all right, I'm, I'm off. Just, just think about it, my dear. He rushes to the door. Don't miss me too much. And blows blows her a kiss as she picks up something to throw it at the door. <laughs> Henley and is just like, this is so cute, but like <laughs> stunned at the same time. It's yeah. Yeah, she takes a deep breath and she turns around and like puts her fists on the on the table to lean on it. And she looks down at the at the ring and you can kind of slightly see a smile poke on her head and then she realizes that you're there. So she like grabs the ring, opens the drawer and tosses it and closes it. And he's like, 
Yeah, I'm sorry about that. He can He's, be a bit overbearing. He seems nice. He is nice. If he wasn't one of the best sneakers around here, then he would have been gone a long time ago. But, yes, um, I will get a list of who you can do. Uh, what is your name? Henley. Henley Thornton. Are you related to Hagen Thornton? Yes, that was my father. Really, he was really good friends with my dad. He actually taught my dad how to do some extra little things. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's so good to hear stories about him. Yeah, it's. I did hear about what happened, and my apologies. It's good to hear about all his friends. Maybe we could be friends. I would like that. It's always good to see another woman in uniform around. Well, this is the list that we have, and they can start going into who who you can protect and, and whatnot. Let's jump to Roscoe and Boudreaux. <laughs> so you're able to make your way. You find the tent pretty easily. It is starting to get darker. Knock on the tent. <laughs> <laughs> the Yulings is standing outside. Outside the thing. So he, <laughs> he opens, opens it and ushers you in. Boudreaux, you've never seen a kind like him before. He looks like a, a cat. And he has specifically a kind of a link, like a bobcat yeah. lynx type look to him. I go, and I gray, yeah. shake his hand. He, Her hand? His hand, but he doesn't his? extend. He just holds open the door. He's like, he looks you. Wow. <laughs> you are. Cool looking. May I add where you are? I am a tabaxi. Wow. And like, it's Dan. I mean, it's you, obviously, but like, tell me about you and your peoples. I am guessing he is with you. (laughs) Yes. Sorry. Boudreaux's like going around him now, like, just like, you got tail! He's a very gentle soul. I've always wanted a tail. Yes, well, is he going to go in with you or <laughs> is he staying out here? Oh, I'm going in. Yeah, he's going to come in with me. No worries. Then enter. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And he pats him on the back and then he goes, Oh, you suck. <laughs> Please don't touch me. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, you walk in. Arthanel is sitting in there, and he's like, So, what is the plan? We're working on the exact details. You're going to have to play some sort of a role. You might be like a waiter for a little bit. Or I'm going to be a cook. <laughs> you might be in the kitchen. I don't know exactly, but we've got a connection that's going to get us all into the parties. I'll be walking. I'll be going through the front door as a plus one with um, Grotha and her dad, Hanar. But there will be a couple other people from our our party there as well. And then we'll surprise the Duke, I guess. Mm, this pleases me. And as I said, if you could get me in, I will heal your friend. Come, let us go. Wait, wait, may I ask you a question? 
Yes. Are you a shaman? No. What what race is he, may I ask? He's half elf. Okay, cool. Well, what how'd you get your ability? I have this special hmm, let us I will show you what it is when we get there. Oh, that's a good idea. Also, we can walk, but like and it may not be a good place, but you know, my family is the lizard folk, you know what they are? Yes, I am quite familiar with the lizard folk. And do you know what happened to them? I understand that the Draguroven has been rounding them up. Yeah. That's my family. I was wondering if you knew where they went and how I could help them. Sorry, I do not know. Those things have been kept secret. How do you know then? About the lizard folk? Yeah. They've been gathering them. That's all I know. I do not know where they keep them or anything. Do you know why? I do not. All right. Thank you. But we may discuss it at a further date. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. Thank you. Now, tell me how you ended up with... And this could be a conversation that goes on as you guys continue. Asking you how you ended up with the with the lizard folk and stuff. First of all, I was with my papa and my mama, and then a boom, and then like, I was running away, and I ate this berry, and it was not good, I should not have eaten that berry. But I did not know that back then, and then I was running, and I blacked out, and then, poof, I was the little folk. And they just took you in. Yeah. I am surprised they didn't eat you if you were so young. I mean, they did lick me a couple times. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> they said I did not taste good. That's why I can't shower. I mean, I'm going to. Whether you shower or not, that is not any of my concern. <laughs> but just intriguing. <laughs> I've always heard stories of them eating your kind. Yeah. And others, of course. I mean, we hungry folk. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, you guys arrive at, at Liam's house. He probably... Would have added more detail. I just don't want to ruin okay. everything. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, Braunstrom answers the door. I come in peace. What is it that you want? I can... Well, I can't. This fine gentleman behind me can heal Miss Glomquist. He kind of gives a... Disbelieving look. I can help. Braunstrom, who, who is it? And it is that Roscoe, and he has brought somebody that says that he could heal you. Well, let him in. Begrudgingly, <laughs> Braunstrom walks out, unlocks the gate, and lets you guys pass. He takes like you to. Discussing him the entire time, like, oh, you guys. <laughs> Yeah, he lets you in, and Bronze, uh, Aline is kind of sitting almost where you left her off. She's kind of eating her dinner. Arthanel looks over at you, Roscoe. Is this her? It is. He walks over to her, and you see him pull out this box. Boudreaux is watching intensely. As of right now, it just looks kind of like a solid piece of wood. There's no seam, there's no 
anything. You see him set it on the table. He leans down and you can hear him mutter something, but you don't understand what he says. Suddenly the light goes around the box and a seam appears and he opens the box. The room begins to get kind of an orangish glow to it. And you guys begin to get a sense of kind of hopefulness. And you kind of feel a little more energy than you've had in a long time. He pulls out this gem and it's kind of an oddly shaped gem. It's been cut to a certain shape, very fine edges. And he walks over to Aleem and then it's blowing a kind of a bright orange and he presses it against her forehead. The room lights up with this blinding light, kind of making everybody kind of turn away. And then the light dims. And you see Aleem's eyes just kind of rolled in the back of her head. And he takes the gem, sets it back in the box, closes the box. And right when he closes the lid, it seals back up. He puts it in his pouch. Aleem's just sitting still for quite a while and her eyes come back and she's just breathing heavily. Is She kind of like feels her hands and her face and you start seeing tears coming down her face. And she says, I am whole. And that is where we're going to end it tonight. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Um, this is getting exciting. Things are coming, coming together. Big shout out for, to DA Nichols, of course, for writing our music. Shout out to our sponsor, Nerd Alert Treasures. Check them out. Use our promo code, Tomies, and get 15% off. She makes dice bags. She makes even aprons. Like the 1928 brands, check it out. Um, give us a five star review if you love it. The biggest thing you can do is share us with your family and friends. Email us at chaosbardpod at gmail.com. Check us out on our social medias at Tomes of the Chaos Bard. With that, I am DM Dave. To my right, we have Fenrir, Roscoe, Garoth, and Lila, Boudreaux, and Henley. And until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye.